0: This is the best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast. Part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's the best of today's Sports Channel 8, the radio show.
1: On a not surprisingly wet Friday morning,
2: big, big, big waste of precipitation. of
1: precipitation. We are the radio show that always kicks off your weekend.
3: Ladies and I'm gonna gentlemen, need to... the weekend.
1: You're going to need to wait for Daniel Craig to introduce the weekend. I'm
3: going to
2: need weather moves to tell me why it can freeze and rain, but not snow.
1: Okay. Like, what What causes the difference between doesn't make two? sense. Well, we're not getting either, so that's— Well, that's I think
2: tonight we're supposed to get possibly a bit. get a glaze— to it. And here's another thing. Freezing rain, all you hear about is power outages. I don't think I've ever, like, seen, like, power outages. That's, like, fear-mongering.
1: Um, no, I've seen power now. Nah. trees. See, no. once, once again, there's a the difference. You live in a neighborhood nah. with a lot fewer trees. Come in one of these tree neighborhoods, nah. the lines start coming down. Nah, that's all you hear.
2: Freezing rain, oh, pff, power's going to go out. Really?
1: Yes. Power's going to go
2: out. Yes. All right, I need to see power out tomorrow morning. You're, you're going to. I need to see outages.
1: You'll see outages. Freezing rain tonight. You can talk about that. As far as sports, here are the things that you could talk about at lunch. First up is your ACC Hoops weekend. Did you know you get ACC Hoops tonight? Yeah, in on in. On the, you're in on Georgia Tech-Clemson? Just in on Friday Night Hoops. Nah, that's true. There's no reason not to be playing these yeah. games. Although I think this is a, uh, a COVID postponed game that's being made up between Clemson and Georgia Tech. I don't think this is a regularly scheduled Friday night game, but the games that we care about more will happen on Saturday. Uh, the North Carolina teams: Wake at Florida State uh, is your noon game. BC at Syracuse at two o'clock. Duke at NC State four o'clock. UNC at Virginia six o'clock. And the Louisville Virginia Tech game was postponed. Uh, what are your expectations of Duke at NC State? None. You were downplaying this earlier. None. Not, not a rivalry game.
2: Well, No, it's not a rivalry. But it's a
1: big game still. I don't.
2: I don't feel it. I, I am not feeling it. Um, I do have a name for this weekend.
1: Okay, well, what you got? Josh Goodson tells us what the weekends are named based on the matchups. We've had a uh, conference, a regular season there's, conference there's championship been, elimination weekend. Re, yeah, we've had an a, avoid we've got like four of those avoid Tuesday weekend. Try yeah. to not be in the bottom four. Yep. Is it, I mean, it is Duke and C State and Avoid Tuesday. It, it is. Yeah,
2: it's it. it does qualify as that if you think about it. Um, I'm going with season season salvaging sa- salvaging Saturday.
1: He really works you really worked up that one there. Season, season salvaging, salvaging, salvaging Saturday. Saturday. Mark it down. Take it to the bank. That's the moniker. Put a trademark on it. Sports is calling it Seven season. I can't say it right
2: salvaging either. Saturday. I mean, uh, think about it. NC State and Duke. Not much going right now.
1: Kind of no, both on losing tailspin,
2: streets. losing streak, nothing great. Uh, but you win this game, you're not gonna. It's not like your NCAA tournament hopes are, are back, right? But you, Frenchy State, you can look at it like, well, this year's not been great, but we beat Duke and UNC. knocked off Duke, Knocked and, off UNC. I mean, so yep, we yep. have a young
1: crew that matters. That, that stuff matters. like that does matter. Yeah.
2: We have a young crew. Um, you know, you build. You're trying to build on something. Same kind of goes for Duke to an extent, like, salvage your season. But if you lose this game, like, think of the alternative. Like, what are you? Right. Are you going to quit? Are Uh, you going to throw in the towel?
1: Another thing is, and I'm not, do not hear me saying this and say I'm talking about Kevin Keats' job status, but whenever in the future, if his job status were to come up, are you, are you doing you, this? Are you no, saying Kevin no,
2: Keats, no, that, they need to be thinking you, about totally his job? Is that what you're doing? No,
1: you completely ignore yeah, my disclaimer.
2: Is that what you're doing? No. We're doing I, this. No. What about Coach K? Do Coach K, too. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're five and six in the ACC. They're seven and eight.
1: You are completely ignoring my disclaimer. Whenever that conversation does come up, Kevin, Keats so you're bringing
2: the conversation up right now, now.
1: Can now look and say, look at these wins over UNC and Duke that I have. had not he beat Duke in PNC Arena yeah. the past couple times? So you're, you're um, thinking
2: Kevin Keats no, is on the hot seat no. and should be let go?
1: Maybe the conversation is about an extension, but I'm saying that those games, when you look at record and ACC record, those are probably the first two things you look so at. So typical, for a coach, for,
2: so typical from you for a
1: coach. When you get into contract discussions, be they good or bad, it is nice to say, and hey, look, I've won one out of every three games against UNC and Duke, and not many people can say that. Um, and this is a year to try and get those wins if you're NC State. Right?
2: How long have you been waiting to talk about the hot no, seat for Kevin? I mean, it's just I like something you've just been not. workshopping and you finally have I am the... pro
1: Kevin Keats. I hope Kevin Keats is the coach at NC State for the next 20 years. I think he plays exciting basketball. There's a couple things that haven't clicked this season, and he got a terrible injury. No, I am not discussing it. I'm trying to make the point that it is always nice to have my record against UNC and Duke is pretty good. Just typical media.
2: Just go ahead and write a column. And then
1: on the flip side. Who's
2: on state's short list? Who should they be targeting?
1: Stop. Then if you're on the flip side of your season salvaging Saturday, if you're Duke, you want to win this game, so you're like, well, I mean, it was a bad season, but we didn't lose to state. right? Um, So, yes. And there's
2: a little bit of that for North Carolina, too. I think so, too. I mean, it's. I think I heard yesterday they haven't won in Charlottesville for like ten years. Now I don't know if they play every year there too. So right,
1: they they play average like one matchup.
2: There, I mean, per year. they probably if it's been ten years they have not lost ten straight. They've probably
1: lost three games in 10 three or four, years, whatever. Three maybe four. But
2: they haven't won up there in a while, and um, they they are the of the triangle schools. They right now look the best to make the NCAA tournament or have a hopes. They're like fifty in the net. They're only one in six in quad one, which I don't know if that's going to matter as much this year because there's going to be, it's just going to be weird. There's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of outliers. But like usually, we've we've learned when it comes to the net and quads and such like that that we kind of have started to figure out what's a good looking resume. And then it, like maybe you have to worry about your non conference strength of schedule and such. But this year, it's you have like the Big Ten piece going on where every game's essentially a quad one, and how is that going to be viewed? But then you have other games, like, you have games canceled. Yep. Like, you legit just did not have as many opportunities, and some of them are if you played – if you had Florida on your schedule, that probably is a quad one opportunity. Right. If you cancel that game, you don't have that opportunity, whereas other teams were able to. So, I don't know if it's going to be as – I think just winning games in general is going to be way bigger. But UNC – Salvage their season
1: right right now. I think they're seen as a team that will make the NCAA tournament, yeah. but that nobody is scared of going far. Um, there's only one really good. Uh, I don't know how good Florida State can be, but Virginia is one of the few like actually really good teams in the ACC. Right, so it's nice to to string together wins against Pitt and Georgia Tech or whoever you know UNC's beating, or even obviously Duke is a nice win. But if you want to show that you're really going to compete in the NCAA tournament, and people might have to think, eh. If the breaks get right, they could get in in an elite eight game, right. and then you know, then you're taking UNC's big men that could be a good matchup against somebody and all of a sudden you you fall backwards into a final four. We've seen Kentucky do that with a team that wasn't great during the regular season and they sort of galvanized. But if you really want to prove it, UNC, that we should start considering you uh, you know, a second week a late second weekend of the NCAA tournament team. Show us with a yeah. win against Virginia, and also if you beat Virginia, now you're eight and four in the conference. Virginia is ten and two. It's a you know, oh, so so
2: Kevin Keats is on the hot seat now. You're going to tell me UNC's no, no, going to no, finish I, first in the regular season? No, they're not. Going That's to what finish you're first. doing. But this if you is, finish
1: a game, if, if Virginia is catches, this is what it, we're doing. No, how did how did that? How are you extrapolating catches, that? I am building off your salvage the season Saturday.
2: UNC is going to win the ACC nope. title and NC State's firing Kevin Keats is nope. what Hayes Permar has said but in the you, first eight UNC minutes of the day show. ends
1: up finishing tied for second, a game it's, back here we go. for Virginia, they salvage their season. Here we go. To your point. Um, and then, you know, obviously the NCAA tournament is the ultimate season. To be fair,
2: um, I, I kind of like where UNC's kind of trending. They lost to did they lose before they played Duke?
1: Yeah, they lost to Clemson. It was stupid. It was and gross. Ugly, yes.
2: Down there, but like up until that game they had been playing well and then Duke um they played well. It was a high-scoring game. They were it was scoring an offense and if anything, I mean, I last year probably had seen as an outlier, but this isn't the first time you and uh, Roy Williams has had like guards be the, you know, be the point guard not be great early. But as you get to February, and March, what is it? What's the cliche? Like they're not freshmen anymore; they're practically sophomores, or sure. you know, whatever, experienced but and such like that. So, I mean, I, I I think they're trending. They are in the right direction, I, I, and to, and if they win tomorrow, that would be a. I mean, I think it, UNC is this, a this team, is a tough statement. If they win tomorrow, that'd be huge.
1: I think they, <laughs> I think they want to be an eight seed in the tournament, win their first game. And, take get, all the, and get to play Iowa. Take on again the number one seed. Like take that. on the number one seed in the second. You know, in the first weekend of the tournament, knock them off, and all of a sudden, you feel like you're the one seed. Uh, in your like, region. that's going
2: to happen. Like somebody like yeah, UNC is going to be a, an eight seed, or maybe Louisville, or maybe Virginia Tech, someone like that, and they're going to look up and like Houston's the one seed in their bracket. They're like. Wait, like we're, we're actually the best team in this bracket. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to
1: be. And then everyone knows it once you take out that number one seed. Yeah. Uh, next up on things you can talk about at lunch. Akshay Batia? Yeah, that's right. Reminder, folks. Football season is ended, baby. <laughs> it is. It's country club sports season, golf and tennis. Love it. It is NASCAR season. Hot, coming...
2: Is it hot stove season yet? We're, Pitchers and catchers? Not hot stove
1: season. Are they reported? Uh, it's obviously still hockey season because the, cur- the hurricanes are hot. But – Let's turn it to golf with the local angle. This kid that we've known him for a while, he's going to be a whiz kid, right? Akshay Batia. Um, he's uh, is it
2: whiz kid or phenom? Whiz kid's if he's like
1: if he's good at like twelve. No, whiz kid is
2: like if you're smart, smart right?
1: I think you can be a whiz at other things. I don't think anyone is only... has
2: ever been thought about like being a whiz kid in a sports term? I think it's a phenom.
1: I, I I'm willing to entertain your point. I, I won't immediately see. Dennis Cox concede. is he a
2: whiz kid or a phenom? Can
1: you be a whiz kid at something other than being smart? No. No. All right, we might have to throw this out on Twitter. Is it, is it phenom? Pro- Ph- phenom yeah. definitely works. Phenom. I'm, I'm not. He's not prodigy. a whiz. I'm not saying that your answer is wrong, but you can't be. Your, a whiz. is wrong. You can't be a whiz kid at the piano. No. You can only be a whiz kid in intelligence. Correct. You can be a prodigy. That, I think Prodigy is the a, more all-encompassing. I think pro, no, Prodigy no, no, would be if he no. was, like, in, uh, making pro tournaments at like, 14. Prodigy, gonna, you got to be doing more things at a younger age. Gonna, now he's just, like, an 18 or 19-year-old. I'm old. going
2: with Phenom is for sports. Prodigy is for, like, instruments. Okay. kid is for scholastics and intelligence. All right.
1: I, I, I'm with, I'm with <laughs> you, that. I'm with that. You're not wrong. I'm just I, I'm trying you to say I'm right. I'm trying to wonder if, I, if I'm wrong. okay. So, so, you can't cross over any of those. Nah, you can't nah, be I
2: think a prodigy I just, in I think sports. I
1: just, it's done. Okay,
4: tell him he's wrong, Hayes. Right. We'll make it like this we, Tuesday. Tell him he's wrong.
1: We're gonna. I'm gonna ask Twitter. I'm gonna fall back on Twitter and let some other English scholars pick at this. That's one. fine.
2: They'll uh, be wrong too if they say all right. I'm wrong. So the Akshay, the kid, he's from Wake pro, Forest. The
1: prodigal phenom, whiz kid. Pro, oh, prodigal. The, no, prodigal's different. That's, yeah, that's different.
2: Prodigal son.
1: Uh, uh, that's like yeah, Bible that's thing. Uh, all right. The prodigy whiz kid, no, the phenom, phenom, known as Akshay Batia did something yesterday in golf that only six people have done since 1985. He hit every green at Pebble Beach, a notably difficult course. In
2: regulation.
1: <laughs> yes. I mean. It hit every green. Like, I, I hit every green at some point. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. Um,
2: Get there well. Uh, th- I mean,
1: that's not true. Probably every now and then, I uh, you know, pick up, You're on a you're on a seven, and you're, you're like, still in the sand. You're like, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to even hit this green. <laughs> uh, but now, greens and regulation. Um,
2: this is going to shock you, but when you do that, you actually score well too.
1: Yeah. So like, you should be no worse than par if you're hitting greens and regulation, especially if you're a pro. The other guys who do it, right, you know how I'll say how you say like, um, they'll be like, LeBron just did this, and the only other three people to do it are. Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, yeah. and Tim Duncan. And you're like, yeah. Yo, okay, those those are names you want to be mentioned among. Okay, very impressive what Akshay Bhatia did. But here are the names of the other people who did it. Jack Nicholas, awesome, right? Peter Jacobson, or just they say Jacobson. I can't remember how to say Peter's name. You're like, uh, okay, he's not a living legend. Tom Lehman, Davis Love, and Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer's not even that great, is he? Regardless. Very cool feat. Of Akshay Batia at the uh, the pro am at Pebble Beach, uh, who's re- leading? Patrick Cantlay.
2: Patrick Cantlay. And then, he, he went. He was ten under yesterday. Uh, the
1: first round. What, what's Batia sitting? He's at, at eight under. Eight under. Um, so it's and, good for
2: him. I think he's on a basically a sponsors exemption, meaning he doesn't have qualifying status every tournament just to show up. So the only way you get to that point is to
1: keep doing high, things like
2: this. Well, and also and to be talked about. And also, uh, no, well, not you you want to get out of not needing sponsors exemption yes yes and the one way to get out of that is high finishes like that's the only way to get out of that so finishing top five or top ten or winning obviously would take care of that for a couple years like get you status and such so another this is a big um it's a big deal for him even though the the field is extremely terrible this week
1: we've seen him play the uh the rex hospital open Uh, so you think they made the course easy for the uh, for the for the light field
2: course isn't no i don't think the course is necessarily easy it's just uh not a great field this
1: week uh but we'll see where he finishes up but again uh an impressive performance something that uh the sixth player since 1985 the first since 2008 to hit all greens in regulation uh next up on things you can talk about at lunch your carolina look the carolina hurricanes you want some like lock bets the first leg of back to backs, they're awesome. That locks that we do not lose. I can't remember if we fell behind twice or three times last night. DC, you might be able to uh, remind me. But they they would give up a goal and they answered. Uh, Jordan Stahl continues to be amazing. Like he's putting, he's always been well regarded by his teammates and coaches. And they, you know they always would say uh, he does things that don't show up at the stat sheet. Now he is absolutely showing up in the stat sheet. Another goal, another two points, two points from Ajo. Uh, Vincent Trocek had an, another two points. He's been outstanding. He was back. So just a good game overall. Uh, and Nito Niederreiter had a big breakaway goal. Here's what it sounded like.
5: Well, the good news is we've just seen Vincent Trocek back
0: on the
6: ice and a breakaway the other way for the Kings. Niederreiter, scores!
1: Um, that was the the go-ahead goal for the Canes. Um, and Nito didn't uh, get penalized for not fighting anybody. So, that, that was always a good sign, too. Um, I heard they
0: tried
2: that whatever his name tried the lacrosse thing again. Didn't uh, work.
1: Fets went for it. Um, whatever. Uh, other people have been going. Crosby tried it. It's a thing now. It's still impressive. So, it's not a big deal. No, it's not. Not yeah, impressive, it's still impressive. No. There, people aren't landing it that quickly. Also, it's the
2: J.J. Watt of... Uh, attempts.
1: You're going to You're going to impressive. to jump right over my Daytona 500. Before we move on from canes, I want to give a shout out to uh our our good friend and a part of this program, Abby Labar has uh, been appearing here weekly uh and she is in contact she's in the COVID protocol through contact tracing uh, but she seemed in good spirits. I texted her yesterday. I was like, "Are they going to replace you or is Shane Willis just talking more? And she was like, "Shane's she's going to have to talk a whole lot. So congratulations to him on holding it down yesterday uh, and our thoughts with Abby Labar. Uh, don't get bored. Just listen to Sports <laughs> Channel 8 on your smart speaker like everybody else Speaking does.
4: Speaking of yeah. Abby and Locks, her prediction pregame that Jamie Benn would not be on the score sheet yesterday, she nailed that again. So she's like she – did it again. She's crushing everybody right now.
1: Start, um, start taking her uh, picks to the bank. Uh, all right next thing that you can talk about at lunch let's go to it it is breaking news and it broke just before our show started
2: i'm gutted to hear this news
1: jj watt released from the houston texans but but according to the report that's coming out he asked for his release um it is the an off season like any other i have to think that this is somewhat pandemic induced right like people Realizing that they want to make take more control over their lives, and it's NFL players, particularly quarterbacks and other players of high salary and notoriety, like J.J. Watt, uh, who are realizing they do have the control to dictate where and when and who they play for, and exercising uh, that power. But J.J. Watt, I have no idea where he'll end up. I've no every as we talked about before. You know what happens on every. NFL city that has a sports radio. Well, I assume every NFL city has a sports radio station. You know, what's going on on those stations today, Jas Goodson, except for Houston, every, yeah. every station is, can we sign JJ Watt? If you're in Cleveland, if you're in Seattle, if you're in New York, if you're in Charlotte, all you're talking about today is, can we sign JJ Watt? But Jas Goodson, much like these fetchnikov uh, lacrosse goal attempts. You said you're unimpressed with JJ Watt. Uh, now. This
2: is a big deal five years ago, but now it's it's not like he's a face. It's a, it's a bigger deal of him leaving the place that he's been at forever than some team getting some huge benefit of his services. I'll put it like that.
1: The number uh, eleven pick in the two thousand eleven franchise, three time defensive player of the year two thousand twelve through two thousand fifteen. But to your point, I mean, that's six years ago now. Um, I don't know what the average lifespan of a defensive end, but we also. Defensive ends can have, like we saw Julius Peppers still be effective, but you just played a lot fewer downs. Like J.J. Watt maybe at that point in his career. Um, as you pointed out, his brother T.J. Watt actually might be uh, the better pickup right now. But it is still big news. J.J. Watt uh, has been sort of the, the face of the franchise. He's a, a little bit of the, got the Russell Wilson, like talk, uh, you know, always always in a motivational talk type, type guy. Um, and that can come across annoying to people, but overall seems like a pretty good dude. All right, next up on things that you can talk about at lunch. Josh Goodson was up at 4 a.m. this morning so that he could give you a report of what's happening at the Australian Open. That's right. It's tennis talk, baby. What uh, I saw, Novak Djokovic was in trouble.
2: Yeah, he played against a, uh American, Taylor Fritz. Ended up, It was weird. So they've had fans going to the – oh, yeah. did you see yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah, I saw this. So they had fans and then there was an issue in the uh, the state of Victoria is what they're in. It's Melbourne, Australia, but the state of Victoria is the province or jurisdiction they're in had some COVID issues. So the, the city is going on a five day lockdown, but it was odd that it started at midnight
1: last night. Well, oh,
2: well February 13th, right?
1: right? Because right. they're
2: ahead of us. So this is tennis in the future. That's another thing you could get up and start watching tennis, tennis in, in the future. future.
1: That's right. Okay, we got to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, what, you're looking into the future. Tennis in the tennis. future. That's like, amazing. This, these were Australian. Taylor Open.
2: For, Novak Djokovic already won on February the 13th. Tom-
1: yeah, they're playing tomorrow.
2: Right, it's nuts to even think about. Ridiculous. But um, he was kind of hurt. Uh, had some issues, and then at midnight, I think it was between the fourth set before the fifth set started, they stopped the match to a lot, to get people out of the arena. Because I guess yep. COVID COVID, ca- COVID came out at twelve oh one. Yes. <laughs> no, that's whatever. Yes, whatever. But um, they did that, and then Djokovic came back and won with a. He was also playing you know, kind
1: of hurt, right? Yeah, he was
2: playing hurt, which a lot of people were thinking, like, "Oh, you get this awesome break in yeah. the middle as you're like really because yeah. he had lost, I think, the first two sets, and then Fritz had come back, but. Djokovic is through to the fourth round. There was a good match on earlier. Are you are you aware of Nick Kyrgios?
1: Yeah, he's a kind of. A, he said some dumb things and de- like he's blown up on the court a couple of times. He's like the closest thing we have to a McEnroe right now. Like if you see a whoa, Nick Kyrgios went crazy, labeled to a video. Yeah. You're not sure if it's going to be a, a great tennis play or something that he does like yelling at an official or something.
2: He um he's an he's first off he's from Australia so. He had a great a match. He was girl. playing a three seed. He is a guy that most people, if you watch tennis and to talk about tennis, uh, he has the talent to probably be as good as, you know, some of the top guys in the game. Just he's a head case. Yeah. Like he's a guy that literally will serve, 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 and then like every sixth serve, he'll do an underhand serve to try to catch the guy off. And then just do other just jump for no reason to right. hit a ball. Like just do kind of crazy He's very athletic, very good, whatever. He played a great match. He won the first two sets. Then he became a head case and lost in five sets tonight. Or tomorrow. Tomorrow. He lost tomorrow.
1: Tennis in the future. Maybe if he could come back to today and play the match again, he'd be okay.
2: Go, go win some bar bets. Go take Kyrios losing in five sets because it's in the future.
1: It's in the future. It's tomorrow. We already know. Get that bet down. He's going to win. Um, and the final thing that you could talk about at lunch. That's right. Rev them up, boys. It's the Daytona 500. We had the uh, twin races last night. Yeah. We already had our... And
2: uh, twins. And t- <laughs> God, please no. <laughs> That's what they should be doing. That's we, what they're like.
1: And twins. Uh, who, who won the twin? These, these are for placement in the Daytona 500. We had the pole sitter, Alex Bowman, already. Uh, this was determined uh, the rest of the field. Um, who won, Who were the twin winners last night?
2: And uh, And twins. I just sorry, I can't stop saying yeah, that. Apparently. Uh Eric Almarola won a race, and as did Austin Dillon won a race. So we now have the full full field lineup. It's still Alex Bowman up front. Uh William Byron, but uh Bubba Wallace starting sixth. Okay. Uh, so should be should be a good race. I think they'll have some rain issues down there this weekend. Evidently it's raining everywhere in good the entire Lord. country.
1: Yeah, well, that's good because that's one of the things we will talk to next with about the weather moves. And also just want to remind you. Tonight on ESPN Plus, Why Not Us? A feature on NC Central basketball team presented by The Undefeated and produced by Chris Paul and Stephen A. Smith. Our dude, Lavelle Moten, one of the coolest, best, smartest dudes in the triangle. And he happens to be a basketball, a really good basketball coach as well. Uh, Check him out. Let's take things down to the county in Joko and talk to the Weather Moose. Moose, what's happening?
5: How y'all doing today, boys? I'll I'll give you this. We were talking about Pizza Inn earlier this week, I believe. Yes. Their amazing buffet. Uh, Patty Loveless, here's a North Carolina connection for you. Uh, This particular song was uh, top three on the backroom karaoke at the Pizza Inn in Wendell way back in the day, boys. So, yeah. (laughs) Big one right (laughs) there. That makes her a pack, bro.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, Weather Moose, are you raising any phenoms, whiz kids, or uh, prodigies?
5: No, not unless you consider cow tipping a sport uh, that ain't, ain't really much going on out here. We just like no, to I, I, get our hands in the dirt and get to work, boys.
1: Uh, sure enough. Uh, all right. It is time now for the Johnson County Tailgate Weather Report. Let's hit it.
2: It's time to point that jewel east and talk to the weather moose with the Johnston County Weather Report.
1: Are you going to tell us it's raining, Moose?
5: It is raining. It, that rain may be freezing if you go a little bit farther north. I heard y'all complaining about that start to show.
1: That's
2: right. How many power outages are, are there going to be? Because evidently, when there's freezing rain, it's <laughs> lights go out immediately. You can't turn on your lights.
5: If you get enough freezing rain, that is actually true. But
2: <laughs> why? Why? Just your lights why? turn off just because you get a certain amount?
5: No, this ice guy, gets heavy on the tree limbs and the power this lines. This guy doesn't have fall. any trees. See, that's
2: what they need no. to say.
1: He doesn't have any trees. No, that's the what day.
2: they need to say. Like, all you hear is quarter-inch freezing rain – your power's going out. Well, it's like no, you say quarter <laughs> inch because that's going to get on this tree and it's going to make this thing fall over and your power's going to go out.
1: We have to. But when hurricanes yeah. come through, do you have to be explained to that, that the wind is blowing them over? Like you can't no, because make, that makes sense. you can't. You can't get a line from one to the. Rain other. falling does not just imply your power's going out. I, I assumed that we were all working uh, that we all were working under the knowledge that the freezing rain. No, it's just to the it's just a
2: fear mongering down. tactic. Freezing rain, power's going out. <laughs> this guy. I better see a blackout north of 85 tomorrow.
1: You, you might. You're going to feel bad when you do. Uh, you might. Moose, what, what's happening in the weather?
5: Well, this week's weather report is brought to you by the Robin's Nest Valentine's Day Buffet. Are you looking for something special for your sweet thing this year? Get on down to the Robin's Nest where you can show her that, like the popcorn shrimp on the buffet, your love for her is endless, boys. That is a, is a good time. <laughs> Our uh, our first stop is going to be over in Raleigh as NC State and Duke get together for a mid-season ACC rock fight. The weather for this one's going to be just as gross as the season has been for both of these teams so far. Temperatures in the mid-30s, cloudy skies, rain up to about half an inch, winds out of the northeast at 5 to 10 miles an hour is a 95% chance of rain. 95 boys is also the last year that Duke sucked this bad at this point in the season, so Take heart, state fans. At least you have Duke beat on experience sucking in this regard, okay? You got them beat on experience, no problem. Got it? There, there we go. And uh, after uh, after you watch two of the worst teams in the ACC, we're going to slide north to Charlottesville to see two of the best teams in the conference, as much as I hate to say it. Think yeah. the weather was bad in Raleigh? This is worse. You're actually going to see some big-time freezing rain up that way. Over a tenth of an inch to a quarter of an inch of ice expected. You're more likely to see this one postponed because of ice Instead of the Baycott Sharp COVID incident, since UNC can change test grades on that sort of stuff without <laughs> issue. Nobody really cares about that stuff.
2: How are they going to play with no lights on in, in the arena from the freezing rain outside? How is it? They got a generator set up?
5: <laughs> hey, Yeah, they got, they'll got they make it work. Uh, lastly, we're on we're on to the most important sporting event of the weekend, boys, especially down here in Joko. And that is the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Yes. Oh, he didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And Robin's sun is racing. There we That's go. That's right. Around here, we still say, give them hell down. We raised them three fingers. We uh, might have a tough time getting this one in without interruption. Scattered showers and possibly a thunderstorm Sunday afternoon with a high of 75 degrees. There's a 70% chance of rainfall in this one, but there's a 90% chance that even if there is rain, we're not going to see any sort of jet fuel dryer catch fire like it did a few years ago. Y'all remember that? That yeah, fireball Amazing. running around, the, running around the track. Golly, no, I don't think NASCAR we'll needs year, to bring though.
1: that back. Like yeah. we, we need to do that more often. Daytona ultimately.
2: is good for so, like a a good uh, Twitter. Everyone jump on Twitter at the same time and watch the last five laps, especially. It's exactly. it's good for that. It's it's a good time.
5: Everybody's gonna hang on for the big one. That's that's what everybody's looking <laughs> for.
2: Moose, what do you um? What did you think about Permar at the beginning of the show, calling for Kevin Ke- Keats to be fired Get and, and here. such? What do you mean? Did you hear that, Moose? Do you have any thoughts? <laughs>
5: I, I, you know what i hear you perm i bet perm doesn't the, have any comment on what roy said today in his uh press conference but yeah. I, I, I might i might let ben swain take hold of that one I'll, woke I'll
2: y'all... woke roy today
1: uh,
2: right. yeah.
1: i will say weather moose if you aren't as entranced by the daytona 500 or if it gets rained out but, but but since you are still a big dale earnhardt fan uh yeah espn is airing a documentary called intimidator uh, from it's, yep. 2001 was 20 years ago, it was a 20 year anniversary of uh, his mm-hmm. crash at Daytona. And uh, it's going to, you know, look at, um, not only his death, but the changes in stock car racing since then that have led to massive safety improvements. Our good friend, Ryan McGee is, will be a big part of that. I'm sure he'll be, I know he did some of the work. I'm sure he'll be, um, interviewed as well. So, uh, you can check yep. that out. My man, Weather it was I, nice of you I, to call a be, UNC a good team.
5: Yeah, for once, I, I will be checking that out, and I I will say in all seriousness, and this is not joking. Everybody around here remembers exactly where they were 20 years ago the day when the news of Dale uh, passing away came out. So yeah, I'll be uh I'm be interested to, to look at what uh, what ESPN's got going on on that for sure.
2: Joko, they they remember those days. They remember like when Mamaw got out of jail. Yeah, they were where they where they were. Yeah,
1: big days in Joko. <laughs> this this moment in Joko history. <laughs> Oh.
6: Absolutely.
1: All right, Weather Moose, uh, I can't tell you how disappointed I am at you that all the rain that you have wasted this uh, winter that could have been snowed. Thanks a lot, and have a great weekend. man alright you
5: All right. Y'all Enjoy- be good, boys.
1: Enjoy Valentine's
5: Day.
2: Get your generators ready for the freezing rain.
1: We've got to give you your weekly pick-me-up. It is the most supportive guy on social media, our friend Supportive Guy with the Supportive Minute.
0: This episode of the Supportive Minute is brought to you by Sloppy Seconds Florists. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and we have discounted, second-hand bouquets that will change your definition of damaged goods. Do you want arrangements that are pristine but awkward? Or would you like them to have a little mileage on them and know what they're doing? Look, we've all had a past. Isn't it time our flowers did too? Sloppy Seconds Florists.
1: My name is Cupid Valentino. The day,
0: you Welcome back to the Supportive Minute. I am Supportive Guy, and you're listening to the Supportive Minute. I'm joined today by college basketball official Ted, TV Teddy, Valentine. Ted, February 14th, the day honoring you and your family, is right around the corner. Since you earned your nickname, TV Teddy, by being as cuddly as a teddy bear for your national audience, how do you cope when an environment is, say, less than supportive.
1: I kind of just do my thing. <laughs> it's just how I am. I use all that, all, I take all that negativity and I turn it into something. You know, basically what I do.
0: Thanks, Ted. That's a call we can all agree with. That's all the time we have for today on the Supportive Minute. I'd like to thank Ted Valentine. Until next time, remember, you have value
1: speaking of Valentine's Day, and thanks again to supportive guy you can follow him on Twitter at supportive dude uh, speaking of Valentine's Day and Ted Valentine go ahead and get on Twitter right now even if you're not if, if you don't have a handle go to twitter.com it's worth it to check out sports channel 8 today it's one of our best days of the year hashtag ACC Valentine's we'll throw them up on Instagram as well uh, but just go check those out uh, we've got some uh, some poems some some uh, you know, little clever, witty things from me to you, um, from coaches in the ACC, players in the ACC. I'll read some more of them a little bit later. But I want to do. I do want to get. I mean, I, I'm almost in the Valentine's mood with the the music that's now playing in the background. We'll give you some more examples of some ACC Valentines. But I did want to bring you, as promised, Roy Williams uh, just had a press conference uh, prior to the Virginia game uh, tomorrow, and he was asked specifically about punishment for players and managers who are uh, seen celebrating after the Duke game without masks uh, at a, what seemed like a party. Here's Roy Williams from earlier, just a few minutes earlier today.
3: Uh, we said we would handle it internally and that's what we've done. Uh, it's, it came out uh, and this will be the only statement. So if every one of you and I'm seeing 15 faces up there, if you want to ask another question about what happened this weekend, just forget it. Cause I'm not answering anything after this but it was not at a fraternity house. It was not on Franklin Street. It was within our group of players and managers and a few, very few other people got involved. And uh, it's something, and I don't think uh, Jeff Lebo would mind me saying this. I told Jeff Lebo that our team did the same thing he did a hundred times, but there was nobody putting it on video. I was upset about it. I'm still upset about it but let's not make it out like we charged the Capitol building or anything like that. That's not what it was. It was not a freestanding party at some fraternity house or in the middle of Franklin street. And, uh, I've handled it. What I think is very appropriately. And like I say, if anybody wants to talk about anything else, uh, regarding that, then just say, so and we'll all go eat a sausage biscuit or something like that because we've made enough statements. And, uh, I didn't, like some of the things that happened to say the least, but also didn't like some of the things that what our kids were portrayed as.
2: I'm okay with all of that. I'm okay with him making the capital reference. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's in the news. It's in the news. I'm also okay with saying if coach K said the same thing. People would be losing their mind.
1: Oh, uh, if you, you used the capital reference. Yeah. Um, Perhaps, yes. Perhaps. Yes. Yes. The answer is yes, and it's. I mean, are you okay with the with the punishment or or being punished internally? Sure. Okay. I I am too. We we. Uh, are are you okay with sausage biscuits? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right.
2: Sausage biscuits. Um. Are a.
1: I always I'll always take a bacon biscuit over a sausage.
2: Well, no, I will take other biscuits over that, but very the. Low ceiling. But they're high floor. high floor.
1: It's hard to mess up. A it's hard to skip. mess it
2: up, and it's usually when you get it, it's like the opposite of prime rib. You're never like underwhelmed when you get it. It's f- maybe, it's fulfilling,
1: maybe even better than you expected. Right. Um, we we talked about this on the show. I don't think you, you were here part of it, but yeah, a hundred percent. I I don't know exactly which um, portrayals of his players Roy didn't like. Now, anytime this happens, there's gonna be rounds of jokes, right? I mean, we're we're making jokes of yes. hashtag act valentines today. We're just making jokes about everything and everyone right like that's what we're doing so there, there's always going to be that part of it then there becomes the like columnists who actually come out and condemn these students as like terrible people or whatever yep. like that that's another side so i don't know if he's mad at jokes um or you know as we said on this show i'm certainly i'm not here to COVID shame really anyone i'm here to encourage everyone to follow guidelines i'm going to try and do the best myself um, I've been imperfect, but pretty good, right? Um, so I'm not here to COVID shame even the Franklin Street Partiers. It was disappointing. I didn't like it, but I'm not here to COVID shame those people. But I am certainly not here to COVID shame athletes who have been put through the ringer this season. And as he pointed out, you know, we're gathering with, especially for college kids, a fairly small group of people. Um, even if it didn't, uh, if it wasn't the best optics. Ultimately, I don't think it, it was that big a deal. So, no uh, they will be full personnel at UVA tomorrow. Um, the punishments will be handled internally, I imagine. A lot of uh, running and things like that. Um, but, uh, but possibly. But if does. do
2: if if Coach K says that, people lose their mind.
1: We'll see. I, 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 well, the, you're you're already assuming that that somebody won't lose their mind over this. Uh,
2: um, someone might. Yeah, but I don't think it would be like a. If that quoted happened or the uh the way that it's uh being aggregated and retweeted and talked yep. about is gonna be very would be very, very, very different. different. This is gonna be very oh oh Roy, ha 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 like and I don't know if that's like it's almost like people belittle his intelligence, you know, kind of using right. the old man-ish, he's, like...
1: Like, he's folksy and, and may have just, like, said it, whereas if Coach K said it, he was trying to send a message. Right. Um, type, he, you know, he knew there's, everybody. like,
2: that kind of feel, I, I, I think, whenever these things, you know, whenever these things happen and such.
1: But I'm cool with it. Most important thing, all the UNC players will be playing in Virginia, baby. That's number one. <laughs> uh, <Nah>. For, for <laughs> ATC
2: championship-bound <laughs> UNC, as you said earlier.
1: Nah, nah, nah. Uh, but uh, that was Roy Williams... Ben Swain has probably done a lot of bad things in his life, but at least he never stormed the Capitol. (laughs) The funniest man in the ACC and the Discover Central Division. Follow him on Twitter at TheBenSwain. Swain, Swain, what's going on, dude?
6: I don't know, man. I I don't know if I can top you as the funniest person uh, on this show (laughs) when you entered perhaps to when Goodson asked you if uh, Kay would get killed for those comments.
1: Perhaps. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think. What? Why would he get killed? I, I, I agree with the premise. Dude, he that, got, yes, he got
6: every- killed because he raised his voice and pansy-ass sports writers got flashbacks getting stuffed in lockers when they were in high school. <laughs> and, and it was all over the national news that he spoke sternly to a freaking student reporter. Of course he would get crushed for it.
1: But like, what, what what would they say he he did wrong? Like, did he that that like he's not taking the 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 so, capital so storming the thing, the thing, seriously I'm actually, enough? I'm,
6: actually, I'm disappointed in us that this was our our stance on this. We're in eleven, we're in the eleventh month uh, of COVID, right? And the reason we're here isn't because of big events like Franklin Street. Like we all see those on TV, and we're like, man, that's crazy. Uh, I definitely wouldn't do that. You know, I wouldn't go to a parade, whatever. But Literally all of us are sitting here going, you know what? I just had a couple people over. It's not a big deal. I didn't do anything bad. And that's why this thing is still here after 11 months. And I thought it was uh, really, really bad of Roy as a uh, well-respected leader to publicly come out and basically say, you know what? It wasn't a big deal. These guys just had a couple people over. It wasn't a big deal. Uh, I mean, again, we're like under – executive orders here in North Carolina to limit our uh, party size of people that we can have indoors. And and we've got, you know, the most notable person uh, in North Carolina out there saying that's not a big deal. I was disappointed in that. And I was actually, you know, again, disappointed that we're taking the stance of that's okay for him to say. Okay.
1: Okay. I, I, I misunderstood. I, I took it as because people were talking about the, um, like the Capitol storming, I I was looking for the side of people are going to say like, oh, you know, like. No, he's done
6: that before. Like he he compared losing a basketball game to uh, like hundreds of people dying in Haiti, right? Like he that's a Roy thing, and and he'll get away with it because he'll throw in let's go eat a sausage biscuit. You know, that's that's how he gets away (laughs) with it. Again, nobody cares about that. It's the it's it's the the opportunity to step up and be a leader, and he failed on that miserably. And no one has the balls to call him on it, and that's frustrating to me.
1: All right, that that's totally fair. I, I understand your point more, and, and also remember, like we're doing we're doing radio as these things are happening in real time. You know what I mean? Like, at, yeah, at, we're, about,
6: we're, like
2: we're we're heroes. Go, I mean, front line heroes. Twitter. Respect. Yeah, us. we're
1: we're out here working, Swain. We're we're not just like on Twitter just taking in things. <laughs> we're trying to go. To,
6: go uh, you know, go look at our, uh, our our friend Adam Gold, who comes on right after. He immediately jumped in and made sure everybody knew he didn't have a problem with Roy's comments. Yeah, that's uh, short-sighted on Gold's part, and I'm disappointed that he did that as well.
1: All right. Uh, no, I, well, And that's why you come on here. We can have... Uh... Um, differing viewpoints. Um, sw- uh, Swain,
2: first question: Do you think UNC is going to win the ACC championship? Like Hayes Permar said at the beginning
6: of that. the show,
1: J- Goodson is trying to uh, change my. I-, I said nothing like <laughs> this. Nothing I, I,
6: like these things. Goodson, I, I heard the beginning of the show, so I, I can't. I can't play your game, man.
1: Uh huh. I just. I, I just mean it would sound whatever. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even going to entertain that. Uh, what? Well, all right. Jo- uh, jokes aside, uh, I mean, do you, do you want to talk basketball or do you want to,
6: uh... uh, I mean, Kane's played last night we can go wherever you want to, man. I'm, I'm here for, uh, I'm here for the people.
1: No, nah, uh, for, uh, on the Duke side, it is an interesting, I hate, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a first time since 95 guy, but we don't see a Duke team often, um, in this situation. What, what do you think Kay's response is? Or, or what, what do you think, how do you think the team responds to the situation? Uh, where they're in a different place than they, they are normally in the season.
6: Uh, the the situation of, like, n- not winning basketball games? Yes. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, again, it's, it's – uh, it, it's, it's not like they're brutal. storming the Capitol. They're just losing basketball games. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> like – I don't know what you would do differently. There's not an effort issue. Um, you know, there's not really a, a, a talent Deficiency in the the top end of the rotation. it's It's young guys making uh, mistakes on the defensive end of the court. and uh, I, I don't I don't know what you do differently other than keep trying to work on those things and keep trying to develop players. If it was um, you know a team that should be like in the national championship conversation and they're uh, they're not trying like go back to uh, to Bagley's team, for example. There are questions about effort on defense for him, and I think that's where you would ask a question like, "What does K do with this team uh, differently?" Because the stakes are a lot higher. Like that team could have won a national championship uh, if he'd gotten you know Bagley and Carter to play play together better, and gotten Bagley to play defense better. But I, I don't know what you do differently with this team other than keep plugging away. And, and, and keep getting better. It's a it's a good core group that's going to be at Duke for probably a while, and that's something they haven't seen uh, in in a long time. So yeah, I think it's just stay the course and, and keep working. Honestly,
1: uh, Ben Swain joining us. Uh, follow him on Twitter at the Ben Swain. All right, I want to go. I want to go back to Roy's comments now because now again I'm thinking about these things in real time. So, but just of course it's, you do. So yeah. you, so you you're, you're are, are you more upset that he. Uh, that he didn't take a chance to say, Hey, you know, this, this was a very serious issue and our guys messed up or with the, the fact that the, the media won't hold him accountable or, or that it'll be spun a certain way.
6: I, I mean, I mean, I think mean, it's both of those. I, I think it's, it's, there's an opportunity there to make a public statement that would help everyone, but instead the opportunity that he took was to absolve his players, right? Like they, in, 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 that's a choice that he made in that press conference. And it's, it, it's frustrating that uh, he's not being called out on it. And it's also frustrating that Kay would have been called out on it. But the reason for both of those is because of the color blue they wear, not because of the words coming out of their mouth, right? Like if K had said that and he got killed for it, I hope he would get killed for it because he's got an opportunity to be a leader and step up and say, look, this is serious. This is, this is why we're still in this situation. We need to you know, switch this up. But we know that he'd be getting killed for clicks and page views and, and, and whatnot. And, and the reason Roy isn't is because he doesn't drive that nationally. And then we've got you know locally here uh, a little bit of a slanted thing. Uh, but, so it's, it's not about who it is. It's about the words. And, and I wish that people would be more critical of Roy and his comments, but his comments, not because it's Roy.
1: Gotcha. And do you think the players should be punished with uh, with loss of game time?
6: I don't care. I mean, I, I, that that doesn't bother me at all. Gotcha. Right. Like that that doesn't bother me at all. I don't I don't have a preference there. It's just it's it's the choice of words in a press conference, and gotcha. and I thought it was really bad.
1: All right. I appreciate the conversation. See, I, I like when we can uh, have frank discussions on things, and and I think you. You mentioned you didn't like Gold tweeting about it. I think that you and Gold disagree on Twitter and, and are both still good friends. And I and I like that we uh, can can have that uh, can have those kind of back and yeah, forth. it's with not friends.
6: like I it's not like I stormed his capital.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not like you told him what the what the it's not like you uh, disagree with him what the line should be uh, for the Hurricanes. <laughs> that,
6: would, that would be much more serious.
1: That'd be way that'd be way more serious. <laughs>
6: Which I will point out that they switched lines during the game last night.
1: They switched back to the regular so – let's move to the Carolina yeah, they, Hurricanes.
2: Did they change plays? For, <sighs>
6: yeah, they, 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 they drew up some plays, Gibson. Yeah. There have
1: been multiple times during the year where I've wanted to text you, but I know you're asleep or, like, the you know, Trip Tracy will be analyzing. be like, ah, oh, clearly the planes made a great call, like a set play here. They left Sme- Fetnikov on the ice just to call this playoff a face-off. And they got a quick goal. You're wrong <laughs> on set plays in hockey. Um, my question is, I was looking – I keep thinking the Canes are maybe better than they are. I know it's odd because you're playing at different times, but I feel like uh, unlike many other seasons, they they come out and I expect them to win, right? The second leg of back-to-backs, I almost see it as like, all right, one of them we went to a shootout and lost. Other ones were close. Uh, But then I go look at the standings, and again, you have to adjust for like how many games people have played. And – uh, they're not. When I look across the league, they're not quite as high or, or maybe as good as I think they are. Where are the Canes sitting as far as what you expected them to be coming into the season, Swain? Uh,
6: I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised in a good way, offensively. Like uh, Ajo scored what his third goal of the season last night. I think I have to go back and look at the stats. But if you told me that uh, this many games in that I, that I would only have three goals. I would be really concerned uh, about how the Canes are doing. Other guys have scoring goals. Trocheck has been great. Rock McGinn has goals in four straight games. Uh, you know, Svech has been fantastic, but you know, Aho's a- been good, but he hasn't been great. Terra has been average. And so the fact that we're scoring goals with those guys struggling a little bit has me surprised offensively on the defensive end. You look at our top six, and you're like, "That is an elite defensive core in the NHL, and they haven't been all that good." And um, so, I'm, I'm worried about uh, I'm worried about the Canes defensively. Um, they've looked slow at times. They've looked flat-footed at times. Uh, last two games, they've had guys just skate through them uh, for for a highlight real goal and then a highlight real shot that Reimer saved last night. So like I'm I'm up and down on them. Like there's some things that that are good and some things that uh, are are surprisingly bad. Uh, But overall, it's hard to argue with the record. I mean they're just better than these other teams that they're playing against, which is a welcome change from being in the uh, the metro. The uh,
1: poor Dallas Stars have like one of the best goal differentials for as bad as a record they have just because they have to keep playing the Carolina Hurricanes. I know it's tough. Uh, <laughs> all right, Swain, uh, have a good weekend. Enjoy the freezing rain. Hold on, uh, Goodson's got one more thing for
2: you. What, uh, Phenom, Prodigy. <laughs> yeah, 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 where do you
6: stand on Or
2: what was the other Whiz one? Wizkid. Wizkid. So, uh,
6: wh- Perm, I, I hit you with this. I want to know where Wonderkin fits in. Ooh, like a, the, the German. That, that's, a, that's a fourth one i don't i don't know where you fit that one in um uh, i think prodigy is definitely like uh music right okay you can't um, be a computer you know, prodigy sports and then what was the other one
1: uh whiz kid
6: whiz kids like uh academics
1: yeah but you can't you can't be a whiz kid at, at golf or a whiz kid at, at violin that just sounds stupid
6: no you'd be All a right. prodigy
1: All right. Roy could get away with saying somebody's a whiz- (laughs) Roy could
6: get away with whatever he wants to get away with.
1: (laughs) And nobody would say anything. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the freezing rain, my man. Uh, It's a little odd when Valentine's falls on a weekend. It it seems like a weekday. It's it's one of those holidays that we allow to move around, right?
2: No, we don't. Literally, it's always on February 4th. You mean the day? The day. Right. Like
1: Thanksgiving, it's got to be the the, the fourth the, Thursday. Thursday. Thanksgiving's always going to be on Thursday. I guess there's more that that move around than don't. I was I was thinking <laughs> of Thanksgiving's always got to be on a Thanksgiving Thursday. Thanksgiving.
2: Literally is the Easter's only. Easter's
1: always on a Sunday. Well, Memorial Day's a Monday. Memorial Day's always a Monday. So uh, there
2: are some La- Labor Days the first Monday yeah. in September. So there's some
1: that we assign to the day. I just feel like Valentine's Day feels more like a weekday uh, holiday. I'm maybe with maybe you. On, I'm that.
2: with you on that i'm with you on that
1: because you're you kind of like going out of because normally weekday like how weekends you're likely you know maybe doing maybe you're going out with your girl right it's almost like oh let's do something it's a tuesday but it's valentine's day let's do something special right
2: i remember caring about valentine's day once. So,
1: <laughs> so i'm not sure how to treat a sunday valentine's day i was gonna ask you you don't have a like elementary school kid but you do have a preschool kid yeah. do you have to like send Valentine snacks well, or send valentines for the other kids to preschool.
2: That was going on until there was a. Uh, a, a, co- a, a COVID? No, she was going to school,
1: uh, uh, and there was
2: a issue at her school, so she's out of school for the next two weeks. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm fine. She's fine. Gotcha. But there was a. I mean, it's not like there was a breach in the. Uh, it's not like she stormed the Capitol, though. It's not like Madison Jr. stormed the Capitol. Uh,
1: for those who missed earlier, we, we Roy Williams uh, spoke earlier to the media. He was
2: saying, like, what happened. Stunk handled internally, but like, don't ask me about it again. It's not, it's not a big deal. Not
1: a big deal. Not as big deal as, as something else, um, as storming the Capitol. So said, my yeah. my question is going to be, I guess, do you do you treat it on Friday or do you do it on do Valentine's Day on on Monday? I right try to Valentine's I try Day? to
2: personally try to get by without nothing happening. I'm just try to like sleep through it.
1: Uh, <laughs> sleep, you try to sleep through it. Uh, But it is Valentine's Day. We've decided at Sports Channel 8, we had an internal discussion. We were like, how do we handle hashtag ACC Valentine's? Because everybody's coming at us like, when are you going to do ACC Valentine's? Do we do it the Friday before? Do we do it uh, the Sunday, the day of? But Not many people are on Twitter. It's normally we're kicking these things out. Do we do it the Monday after? So if you want to go right now, head over to Sports Channel 8, check out the ACC Valentine's, and I'll give you some of them, all right? This is an ACC Valentine from... Olivier Saar, if you don't remember Olivier Saar, he transferred to Wake so that he could play at Kentucky and presumably, you know, play for national championships and get noticed by scouts. Now, Olivier Saar is still going to get noticed by scouts. But the hashtag ACC Valentines from Olivier Saar says, Girl, I know I said we needed a break, but I miss you more than Saar misses Wake. That's your Olivier Saar-themed Valentine. Uh, From Jalen Johnson, Jalen johnson theme Valentine. Me, don't guard your heart, Valentine. You, I don't guard anything. Happy Valentine's Day from Jalen Johnson. From Virginia Tech, Coach Justin Fuente. Yeah. Who's had a problem of uh, love getting away from him, mostly through uh, players transferring. It says, I can't hide the tears. I'm merely immortal. Another one disappears via the transfer portal. Hashtag ACC Valentine's Day. Uh, here's a big one. My sleeping giant's wide awake, so so let's hit the sack. But be careful, girl. Once you go Mac, you never go back. It's a Mac Brown, ACC Valentine's Day. Um, one of our all-time favorites was uh, Girl, I'd Like to Give You the Business from uh, our man Ron Cherry. Hashtag ACC Valentine's. Another all-time favorite one. Who we there's nobody that's as bad as Pitt was. Pitt lost did they go over in the ACC, or did they go like one in thirteen or something or one in seventeen? I can't remember exactly what they did. But uh Pitt coach Kevin Stoller They had lost like
2: twenty in a row or yeah. something stupid. Yeah.
1: And we did the I wanna la lick you from your head to your toes with all of the L's involved that was a uh, hashtag acc sorry Valentine's. i was
2: um i'm being mesmerized um there's a lot of people filming trevor lawrence at practice today throwing against air
1: oh it's his
2: pro day today yes so all the coaches are there like i don't know why like 15 of the other co- like urban meyer should be the only one the only there. one
1: there and also is it like are there please tell me there's not other scouts besides the jaguars there there right? is like well, i think well, i think, it's,
2: I think it's, there's 15 teams now I think this is also for some of the other players as well, like whoever Trevor's throwing to. Okay. I think these are so stupid.
1: Pro days? Yes. What is
2: what is, what is anyone gaining by watching a guy throwing against nothing, nothing that you can't see from, I don't know, him beating Alabama in the national championship game?
1: So you, do you take value? Obviously value in their game film. That should be like the number the one only thing. thing, right?
2: Yeah. It's do, like when people are like, oh, like Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. Like, no, no. I think I saw like 10 other quarterbacks that are better than these dudes just by me watching them play other teams.
1: Uh, do you place value in talking to the quarterbacks? No. Not even talking to them? You can't, talking doesn't win you games. Mm, I I, I want to talk to somebody. No. I want to hear – what I mean, what if uh, – I disagree with that. I do – I'm not saying that it's the only thing, but I, I, I want to have a conversation with somebody that I'm about to invest you know, tens of millions of well, dollars I mean,
2: Sure, but, like, I don't think what, I mean, whatever they do on film against other teams only matters to me because that's literally what you do when you start playing football.
1: Uh, but what about somebody like, I don't know, like Matt Leinart, you know, who was, like, amazing in college. Okay. And if you watched him, you'd be like, ah, oh, draft him number one, right? But maybe if you dug a little bit deeper and you were like, uh, all right, was he being carried by some of the other dudes around him? It's
2: not like he stormed think, the Capitol. I think... I mean, <laughs> this is going to be the new phrase.
1: Do uh, they serve sausage biscuits? Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, yes. Storm of the Capitol and sausage biscuits. The, I just, the, I
2: don't know. I think these are so overdone. The combines 40 times, whatever else. How many times you can lift 30, you know, how many times you can lift 250 pounds, yes. whatever it is. Stupid. So stupid.
1: I think there is a lot of dumb stuff in there. I, I, like what
2: was it? The Raiders, like five straight years. Chose the fastest wide receiver.
1: Right. If you...
2: Just because they're in the fastest 40. If you
1: told me I only get 30 minutes of a quarterback's time and I had to choose...
2: I'm not... Right. I'm not... I will talk to him before that, I... Okay.
1: Yes. That's what I'm saying. I need
2: would, you to... I, I need to see you throw out routes.
1: I would talk to him for 30 minutes before... Now,
2: I'll see you throw out routes if you go get me some linemen and...
1: And, and have them rush you.
2: Blitz, you know, somebody scheme up something against you and, and such. Like, maybe that's I also...
1: And this may be the Tom Bradification of the NFL for me, I don't even really want to talk to the player's coach because they're, they're going to tell you good things, right? Because they coach them, right? Like, they, everybody. I would want to talk to a player's teammate. He's running
2: play actions. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> faking it to nobody <laughs> and faking out no defenders. You're,
1: you're the one who's watching it. You're, like, but I'm like, this you're is so dumb. Who, who's, where is it streaming uh, of Trevor Lawrence's a bunch workout.
2: of NFL guys are – it's on like nfl network i think i think it's on acc network is the right now? you
1: can tell how many people are watching that's the best part is with something like that there's like thirty thousand people are yeah, watching trevor
2: lawrence it's just so dumb move through the air so dumb
1: uh, get ready for your chance to partake in a once in a lifetime experience the og winter classic at carter finley stadium presented by agape lawn company while the canes may have to wait until 2022 to make their outdoor game a reality the og isn't waiting they're giving two lucky gamers the chance of a lifetime text the keyword winter to 919 860 fan that's 919-860-5326, and you'll be entered to play in a fierce competition of NHL 94, live on the Jumbotron, while sitting on the 50-yard line at Carter-Friendly Stadium. Again, text WINTER to, 8- to 919-860-5326. Good luck. On well, the other- uh,
2: well, no, I was going to oh. ask you, what are you doing for salvage season, salvaging Saturday?
1: I probably need a. I probably need a season salvaging um, Valentine's day. Ooh,
2: wait! You got to salvage something already. You haven't even been married that long. No,
1: my, well, okay. My problem is no. It's like we moved into this house. Yeah, and like, I'm. We've talked about this. I'm not handy. I can't like.
2: I'm not handy, and I don't want to be handy. I
1: I can't hang pictures on plaster wall. I keep being told they're plaster walls. Don't I don't even know what it means. So apparently, you, if I,
2: you you tell me to find a stud. If I, I will freak if out just like oh my god! Every time I try to nail something, it's just going straight through. That's or I I don't know. So that I don't want to know.
1: I got to the point where I could find a stud, okay. or even if I didn't find the stud, feel like this thing isn't heavy enough that it's going to destroy <laughs> the wall. But now I've been told that we have plaster walls. I don't even know what that and means. That, like, me either. So I feel like if I like, what does that mean? Like if I start to click a nail on it, like a, the entire wall will just crumble, like a, a wall of our house will missing. So I've done nothing. We've, I've, I've hung nothing. Yeah, and I, I'm with you. Apparently February is the month that you need to get your like lawn care started. You,
2: you're I've supposed to be aerating nothing. and overseeding, whatever that means. Nothing. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, you can't I, in this weather either. It's ridiculous. But.
1: I've just been, you know, and and, and to be fair, I'm to, with
2: you. I and I be, support your nothingness. And
1: to, well, no, to be honest. Doing the show from my house, it's a little bit of a drain. It's a little bit of a burn. Being the same place every day, like, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm suffering from pandemic what, so what you, fatigue. So what do you like do the rest of, of the day? So I'm just a bum, man. <laughs> I like read. I've been reading. That's been like a good thing. Oh, and you're working from
2: home. So your wife's out, I like take, doing, doing like a yeah, a very stressful very job. Stressful like stuff. at court. So you like making money. She comes home, and it's like not only have you been home all day. But, but you like got off work at noon. Small project, And it's still like there's nothing yeah. on the walls. Yes. So just I'm in general,
1: you. I feel we, like a we, bum. But, it, but it's not necessary. I would feel like a bum even if I didn't have my wife. But I feel bad that she has to put up with my bumness. So you need to
2: salvage something. Yeah. I've told Moose, because he's the handiest person that I know, he is the guy that I will FaceTime like, hey, can you watch me do this? Well, it,
1: he, there's no way he can hang things in a plaster wall. Apparently, you need like a degree to do it. But um, i I've told trying. him
2: that he needs to start like a little business of like helping guys like me and you who just a aren't handy. And I don't know if you're like this. I don't want to be handy. I, bet if I don't. Put, ca- I just don't. It's not I want. I just don't care.
1: Um, I have other things that I care about more. Definitely.
2: Right. And so I, like I, I would pay someone to to do I, the the, I'll bet, I'll bet the male we, responsibilities of a of a marriage. Um, Except, well, that sounded weird. <laughs> Uh, maybe testing our maturity,
1: guttural, true laughs I've given on this show. Uh, the, but yes, we, we, are hiring out folks to do the male responsibilities in our relationships, the, the handy household, the, the around the house stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, no need to hire anyone for bet, the other stuff. Bet we'll get some offers now. Now we'll get offers on both ends. Right now, like, hey, I'll come and do the mail responsibilities for you guys. Um, we'll see how it happens.
2: There's probably like a website out there that already does that.
1: Well, <laughs> it's on the dark web. And just a minute, we'll give you Josh Goodson's Cantonese teaser. But, folks, we have some breaking news from our favorite sport of baseball. That's right. Actually, this is the baseball that we actually love here at Sports Channel 8, and that is North Carolina Minor League Baseball. For those of you that haven't been paying attention, even without the pandemic and it's major league baseball. I, I don't know. I've done some reading. There's there's p- different people are coming on different sides of this. I've talked to people within and without uh, uh, inside and outside of minor league baseball and scouts. You know, some people are calling this a doomsday because minor league baseball teams have been cut. And obviously if you had a minor league baseball team and and that team is no longer, or at least no longer, you know, in a league with a major league affiliate and like playing other, you know, future major leaguers or whatever. Um, yes, th- that is devastating. I think Chattanooga is one of those like programs that like had a really good franchise and they're they're getting cut out. So that's bad, right? On the other hand, the teams that are staying within the program and things aren't going to change much for, you know, the Durham Bulls, the Carolina Mudcats, we see here. The, uh, there are some going to be some good things happening. If you're a player at like the single A level, now there are going to be standards that maybe, you know, maybe some minor league parks, you had a nice locker room and then the proper amenities, obviously not major league level, but good enough. And other parks, you may have been like, uh, you know, uh, a ratty high school locker room or whatever. This doesn't really apply to the um, the Durham Bulls that are on that AAA level and obviously have great facilities. The Carolina Mudcats, I know, have always had great facilities as well. I think they will be getting some upgrades as part of this. But uh, it has also led to some – uh realigning right so new divisions new regions um the in the tri, uh, AAA ball east division where the and they we don't have names for these divisions it used to be the the international league and the carolina leagues that, that these teams would play in we don't have names for these leagues yet but uh durham is in the southeast division of the Triple A East, the other teams in, the, in their division are the Charlotte Knights, the Gwinnett Stripers, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, the Memphis Redbirds, the Nashville South-
2: Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Yes, that's fantastic name. And the,
1: and the Norfolk Tides. Now, I know we've we're used to seeing Norfolk, Gwinnett, and Charlotte. There might be some other new teams you, you'll see in there. And I think, especially in this year, from what I'm hearing, you're going to see a lot of interdivision play in these baseballs. Maybe in future years. Again, teams that you've seen the Bulls play in the past, the Columbus Clippers, um, the Toledo Mudhens. They're still in the same league, the AAA East League, again, that doesn't have a name yet. But the but the division is, again, Durham, Gwinnett, Jacksonville, Memphis, Nashville, Norfolk, and I'm betting we're going to see a lot of division play this year. Interestingly enough, the AAA West is only about half the size of the AAA East. Um, the other local teams that we care about a lot here, the low A East. Okay, what a lot of these teams used to be in what we knew as the Carolina League, but like Winston Salem, for example, is in the High A East. Um, who who
2: care? Get to the teams we care about: the Wood Ducks. Tell me where they're going to be playing.
1: <laughs> All right, the Low A East includes the Carolina Mudcats, the Down East Wood Ducks, the Fayetteville Woodpeckers, the Kannapolis Cannonballers. It used to be the Kannapolis. They used to be intimidators. intimidators. Yeah. I don't know why they changed that. The Delmarva Shorebirds get out of here. The Fredericksburg Nationals, get which it. is a they used to be somewhere else. They uh, where were that the they were another Nationals. They were in Maryland Potomac uh, Potomac Nationals. The Lynchburg Hillcats, the Salem Red Sox, the Augusta Green Jackets, great name. The Charleston River Dogs, great name, great place to have a franchise. The Columbia Fireflies and the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, which have been part of the Carolina League. Same here. They're divided into divisions: Central, North, and South. The central division of the low A East is the Carolina Mudcats, the Down East Wood Ducks, the Fanville Woodpeckers, and the Kannapolis Cannonballers. I would expect if you go to a Woodpecker or a Mudcats game, a lot of the opponents is going to be one of those other three teams.
2: That's good for the Wood Ducks because they destroy the Mudcats every time they play. <laughs>
1: so, no, we'll get to see that rivalry played out a lot. Um, I, I, I am hearing – the Like, plans, I think, may be still being made for a regular full season. I don't expect a full season of minor league baseball.
2: What do you mean? Are you, are you doing the thing of, like, Abby Labar, how she knew stuff but couldn't tell us? You no, work for the – mud. you know things. No,
1: I do not know you things. You can't
2: just tell us?
1: I, I – I Just tell us. I have been employed by the Mudcats just before. Just tell us. I don't know th- But that's the thing. The people I talk to don't know things. Just and, tell us. Also, we're all 99.9 the fan that owns the Bulls. I talk to people in the Bulls, too. Just tell us, then. I'm just saying. I hear – High confidence that there will be a major, a minor league baseball season, very unknown as far as fans in the stands, likely will follow the jurisdiction. So like where we, whereas late in football season, we start to see, you know, a few couple thousand people at a minor league park, you'd be able to see a couple hundred people, right? If you, if, if you can put uh, 6,000 people in five county stadium, I'm, I'm making it up. I think it's somewhere around there. 10% of that would be 600. 7%, which I think is what we were doing for football season, would be around – Fourth of July
2: game, though. There's like 50,000 people at I, Five County I know, Stadium.
1: I know. Uh, out at the five, baby. So, uh, again, get excited. I do believe we will see minor league baseball this season. It's yet to be determined what, how long the season will be, exactly when it will start, and what fans will look like when they are in the stands. Um, but uh, uh, it will be interesting. And, 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 again, new format, um, my, major league teams. Uh, or I mean, minor league teams are going to have to have certain level of uh, amenities to be part of the major league program. All right, it's time to make you some money this weekend. It's a little bit harder without football, but once again, last weekend Josh Goodson got it done. Got a, another can't-miss teaser. Last weekend you you did use the Super Bowl. Yeah. But you also had let's see, Oakland, Cleveland State over UMass Lowell, New Hampshire under. Cal State Northridge getting it done. The Gotman. Uh, uh, and uh, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What is in your can't-miss teaser this week, Josh Goodson?
2: Four games, all basketball, getting nine points so in each of them.
1: Nine points. you got to get them all right.
2: Oakland is playing Robert Morris tonight. You're <laughs> going back to Oakland? Oakland has the, still has the most overs in the country. Their okay. games have gone over the most. The totals 146, so I get to take the over 137.
1: 137, Oakland, Robert Morris, Okay.
2: Rivalry game. UC Irvine and UC Riverside.
1: (laughs) You love the California schools.
2: Rivals, they're going to score, right? Rivals don't play and end up being like 45 to 40. I mean,
1: look at Carolina Duke. I mean, they score. High 80s versus The total is only
2: 124. I'm taking over. 115. 115. Good. All right. I mean, 60 to 55 I win.
1: Yeah. No, you got it.
2: You're right. Two two in the NBA, Hornets. They're three and a half point favorites at home against Minnesota. I get them at six and a half point underdogs.
1: All right, Hornets plus six and a half versus Minnesota.
2: Last one, the Lakers. I'm really bad about looking on NBA because like a lot of guys sit out, you know, randomly. Like you'll look and you it's like, to, wait, you actually need to do your research. Like, wait, why are these? the Lakers like not favored or you know what? This doesn't sound. But I'm taking the bait. I'm not doing any research.
1: The Lakers are underdogs?
2: No, they're seven-point favorites against Memphis. Okay. But that means I get them as a two-point underdog.
1: Okay, so Lakers. I don't
2: even know if Memphis is good. I just know that if I get the Lakers as an underdog, I will take that every single time.
1: All right, so the Oakland-Robert Morris game needs to go over 137. UC Irvine uh, versus UC Riverside needs to go over 115. The Hornets, you'll get six-and-a-half points going against Minnesota. Minnesota. And the Lakers plus two against Memphis. That is Josh Goodson's can't-miss teaser. Write it down, lock it up, take it to the bank, and make you some money. And if,
2: if you listen to me on the um, Adam Gold show yesterday, yeah. I go on there do some betting. Gave out a winner yesterday. Taylor Fritz plus nine games against Novak Djokovic was a
1: winner. Got it done. Crap. Tennis in the future. Yeah. Count the screen MMs. That game has not happened yet. We know the result, and it's being played tomorrow because it's in Australia. It's amazing. Here to verify Josh Goodson's claim that he picked a winner yesterday. Taylor Fritz, baby. On the Adam Gold Show is the host of The Adam Gold Show. You can hear it right here, noon to three on 999 The Fan Gold. What's happening?
4: Uh, first of all, Josh is great at that segment, and he's always much funnier than Alec and I are. Uh, and Honestly, it's a segment worth listening just because Josh is good at it.
1: I Uh, hope he must actually like prepare and care. No, he does your program. He does, and he always comes with something different. It would be would
4: be nice, Uh, you know. And Alec and I say to each other after that segment's over, we really need to start looking at these things before. Beforehand, because the four minute break is
1: not enough time. Yeah, uh, he looks, he looks, he looks at them like one minute before he does them on my show, and then he's got time to think about them and he, revamp them. He was awesome. He was awesome.
2: Hayes is, Hayes is so mad at me. It's not like I stormed the Capitol or anything. I, uh,
4: I understand. <laughs> can, can, can first of all, I appreciated the Swain uh, radio subtweet of me.
1: Um. Yeah, but he said your name, so it's not a subtweet. I, I, I guess. I you. guess you're right. I guess you added
4: uh, you. Yeah. He. He. He did. But he's. Uh, he uh, on Twitter. He doesn't. Um. Look. Here's the thing. The the notion that if Kay had said it, we'd lose our minds, is that's just whataboutism, and that's garbage. We should call it out if people criticized Kay for doing the same thing when when people twisted Kay's words about we should shut down the basketball season. He never said that. He never once said we should shut down the basketball season, right? But that's how it was portrayed, and he was criticized for that. And I think smart people said, wait a second, he didn't say that. He's actually being thoughtful. Why don't we just listen to what he's saying? Like, did, was the analogy to storming the Capitol, was that a little, you know, hyperbolic? Yeah, but, I mean, he was just saying it's not that big a deal. And I agree, it's not that big a deal. I've been on this, we should be yelling at the adults, not the students, for what happened in Franklin Street or what happens in that room. What have we been asking these guys to do for the since July? Yep. I mean, that's ridic- no. it's ridiculous, all because it's money. That's, oh. We're asking these guys to help us pay our bills. So, yeah, did, did they screw it up? Fine. I actually hope there's no punishment zero punishment unless the players who weren't at that party want to do something. That to me is the only punishment that we should have.
1: Uh, Adam go. What else is happening on the show today? Oh, we're going to talk about that for, uh, for three hours.
4: No, uh, did you (laughs) urban urban Meyer, urban Meyer hired the, the bullying racist strength coach from Iowa. The guy got fired. The guy got fired at Iowa.
1: I, I, if it was Tuesday, I might have brought that. Up. I really did not have the energy on I, Friday to talk. I'm glad that you are. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I mean that seriously. I saw it and I was like, I just don't have the energy on Friday to talk about. Here's what amazes me: stupid.
4: Are people upset? People are like, Urban Meyer kept around Zach Smith. He doesn't yeah. care about the character of people. He doesn't care. Yeah. This is not going to work well in Jacksonville because Urban doesn't. I don't think urban is going to treat these players like they're grown adults. I think he's going to treat them like kids and that ain't going to work.
1: I'll be curious to see if that hire makes it to the, uh, the, the season. If, if he happens to say on, it's gotta be by the good grace of the players who happen to be on that team. Because obviously if they, I feel like in this off season, especially of, of, player empowerment if a couple yeah. guys step up and say we don't want that guy he'll be gone pretty quick or
4: or it's very possible he'll only uh be the strength and conditioning coach for white players <laughs> oh. <laughs> i mean we
1: should consider that uh go uh hold on goodson's got something for you <laughs> wow.
2: akshay batia over under 72 and a half today
4: under uh is he playing spyglass or is he playing pebble
2: no. Uh, he's yes, he's playing he's playing Spyglass. He right. played Pebble under, yesterday. Under,
4: he'll be under at Spyglass. You spyglass he, is the okay. easier track. Um, for those who missed it, Raleigh, <laughs> I got everything wrong yesterday. It. By the
1: way, <laughs> hit every green in regulation yesterday. He's at eight under in the tournament.
4: Have you there. ever done that, Gold? What hit every green in regulation? Yeah. If is if if regulation could be considered bogey?
2: Yes that that counts in our world <laughs> yeah absolutely no congratulations I, have, <laughs> I look
4: i'm lucky if i hit nine greens in regulation i don't Fair. often do that
1: no uh all right dude uh, have a great weekend and you we too. will uh, talk to you on monday have a great show check them out noon Thanks, to three man. on 99.9 the fam talk to you man also a reminder that the canes corner podcast with adam gold uh is our, your one-stop shop for all things canes He brings you the morning after Canes Corner podcast. After every game, he'll go over the highs and lows, give you the inside scoop on everything you need to know. I saw them post it last night around like 2 a.m. He is all over it. The Canes Corner podcast is available for download from wherever you get your podcasts, thanks to our friends at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. With the few minutes we have remaining, we have just enough time to decide if things are overrated, underrated, or properly rightly rated. This is Rightly Rated.
0: I think we've been overrated. I think they've been underrated. My loved.
1: Rightly rated is brought to you by Wave Tech. You can now effectively and successfully treat your ED for good with no pills, no pain. To schedule a free consultation, just text Wave to thirty two thirty two thirty two. That's the word Wave. Text it to thirty two thirty two thirty two. First up for Rightly Rated, Bumble is Bumble overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? Josh Goodson. This comes up because the. Shares of the stock soared 75% at the initial public offering yesterday, making the 31-year-old owner a self-made billionaire in one day. Is Bumble overrated, underrated, or rightly rated?
2: Uh, Bumble overrated, the children's song, bringing home a baby Bumblebee, won't my mommy be so proud of me, underrated. This
1: is where we lack for, you know... In the true spirit of Sports Channel 8 We would have like Especially on a Friday we'd have We have like, the single guy We have more single people guy about Bumble I, I, I think I already asked uh, DC are you on dating apps? No they're all overrated They all suck
4: I got them out of my life They're terrible Sounds like Did you have a bad experience?
1: <laughs> Sounds Maybe Sounds like somebody went over and, uh, I'm still single bl- So yeah I went over uh, bl- Blame it on the app guy over here Nah I'm, just, I'm messing with you Brian geisinger I'm available he to breaks, be hired
4: for male responsibilities. Though
1: <laughs> you still could get hired for male responsibilities at uh, at my house or to We need Brian Geisiger here to break down our dating apps and tell us where Bumble actually is good. Apparently, it does make sense. With the, I don't believe the females have to like ask out, but they can decide whether or not the conversation begins, so they yes, don't get they, bombarded.
4: They initiate the conversation,
1: uh, and that 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 slight twist made Bumble. There used to be a time where I could like name like five or six dating apps. And now Tinder was like the first one that everybody remembers, but now I feel like you hear about Bumble more. Um, Goodson, you look like you're about to chime in
2: tonight. I? I, I know nothing.
1: Uh, and, uh, I, it is interesting.
2: I wanna I want to know more why Why you know about dating apps so much. I
1: don't, I know. Oh, okay. I've only heard Brian. Guy's sure? I never had any dating apps. Sure? Never, never. Okay. Cupid. Was that a dating app See, or was know, that you, a dating service? For a no, guy that not is, to have, that is know a, a lot app. of names. <laughs> Okay, Cupid, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, cultural. Take all the you get. You hear about these things,
2: Ma. If you're listening, it's not like you stormed the Capitol or anything. I'm a man of the
1: world. I I would, and and, and at a time when I was single, I may have considered like, should I get on Tinder? But I'm like, I'm 36. I don't think. Not that no 36. My profile would be really
2: bad. Wake (laughs) up at four. (laughs) Bed at eight. Really enjoy the 5 p.m. dinners. Party. Yeah. Have you in bed by Jeopardy? Yeah.
1: uh <laughs> so yeah but bumble congr- congratulations uh finally on rightly rated do we have some new caniacs we're adding? that trip tracy is adding to the mix dc we have so, so who's getting last
4: night about his uh, favorite musicians he'd love to meet on his bucket list and he said michael jackson billy Joel, and phil collins all great Kaniacs.
1: whoa whoa i mean uh, trip tracy's already stealing our game I mean, you've, you've seen this right josh goodson He's trying to make everybody Kaniacs like we make everybody pack pros. Yeah. So I get it, but you can't just flippantly name three people in a row and just declare them all Kaniacs. <laughs> Especially Michael Jackson, Phil Collins, and Billy Joel. <laughs> so I ref- I refuse this entry. Tripp Tracy is gonna need to get him out one at a time and give me some more connection to call somebody a Kaniac. The, those guys are all rightly rated though.
0: You've been listening to the best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL sportsfan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. This podcast also drops every weekday at noon. Thanks again for listening to the best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast.